hit it, boys. What happened to Devil in the White City? Where is it? Devil in the White City. I have not heard that name in forever. Thought about it two days ago. Who's in that movie? Is that Leo? Leo Scorsese, and it's about Devil in the White. It's a adaptation of Devil in the White City. Okay. That was like supposed to be the next big thing that was coming down the pipeline. Yeah, but I mean, that's got to be. It's not like the next big thing, but it's it's like it's got to be this winter, right? Check it out. In 2007, okay, forget that. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio purchased the film rights to the book in 2010. The film version is originally planned, would have been directed by Scorsese, written by Billy Ray, and produced by Paramount. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I was under the impression for like 13 years. All right. So we're on track. The other day, when I thought of this, in 2019, Hulu began developing a series based on the book. And that's where it's like, okay, you know what? We're going to be, we're together. We're going to be monogamish. And like, you're like, you change, not that monogam, there's anything wrong with being monogamish, but I'm saying like when you change, it's like when we went from two episodes a week to one episode a week, and now we're fucking doing random ass Friday episodes. Like, you know, it's just like. <laughs> yeah. And well, like, obviously, the Scorsese Leo uh, has transition to killers of the flower moon that's what got me thinking about it i was like yo you can't fucking give me you can't just be like hey so what do you want for christmas when you just missed my birthday (laughs) yeah right it's like we're yeah what about the other thing you're on the other thing you can't say like hey do we have homework today when you haven't done your homework for a fucking month that's true yeah uh that's fair that's uh good for putting you getting that back on the radar because i have not thought about that in a long time but wait, there's more. Okay. DiCaprio and Scorsese were signed on to executive produce the series. It was announced in January 2022. How did we miss all this? That actor Keanu Reeves Ooh. was in negotiations to star in the series. And Todd Field would direct the first two episodes. So now I wanted Scorsese directing. Fame. like, But if we are doing of what fame? Tag. Didn't Todd Field do uh, tag? He did tar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If he did tag, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, think, I think that maybe I just think like I was, alphabetically. I think I mixed up uh, one letter. You misread it in your head. Yes. I don't know how that connection got uh, muddled there. But yeah, I thought that he did uh, tag, but he did tar. He, as a filmmaker. Yeah, bro, he did. Uh, he He's done three feature films in the bedroom. Little children, okay, called babies, okay, and tar, tar rocked. Tar did rock. Uh, anyway, sorry, right. we're going from Leo Scorsese movie to Keanu Todd Field. Still into s- it series. As may, long as maybe more is, into it. Yeah, as long as like Keanu, it says he'd star. I don't know who else he would play. As long as he's H H Holmes, then cool. I feel like we've had good Keanu for such a long time. It might be great to see Sinister Keanu. I don't know anything about uh, Devil in the White City, by the way. So like, oh, H. you H. Didn't Holmes, read it? No, H.H. H. Holmes. Serial like, killer, bro. Oh, I know who H.H. H. Holmes is. Yeah. He's like the first serial killer, right? Correct. Yeah. He is the first, uh, like, believed to be. Yeah. The Chicago? F- Chicago, right. So it was about the uh, World's Fair, 
I think it was called Devils in the White City is uh, about uh, so the thing is it's like a novel style uh, nonfiction book okay which is kind of neat I believe this is the last sort of like a boardwalk empire kind of deal this is the closest thing to a novel I've the most recent closest thing to a novel I've read, and I read it in college. Oh, wow. I have not read... A novel? I've not read a fiction book out of college. I, th- I thought you did um, the uh, the Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novel. I knocked out a few chapters and uh, yeah, that's never finished my, up. Uh, my experience goes with novels, but I have read novels. No, I feel like you've like d- done... You've probably I've, yeah. done like three or four, yeah, but I've... I've probably done a handful, yeah. Um, So... Let's see what the latest is. Uh, Production and filming were expected to begin in March 2023 in Chicago and Toronto. The series is expected to launch in 2024. In October 2022, Reeves left the production without comment. I'm just imagining me storming out. The press is there. Keanu just ducks in. No comment. Gets in his limo. Uh, Field left the project. A couple of days later, oh boy. in March 2023, it was reported that Hulu would not move forward with the series. The show is being stop- shopped to other distribu- distributors without Reeves and Field attached. It's Haven's you, time, baby. What, once, <laughs> once you get that stink on you, like that it's been abandoned by Scorsese, Leo, Reeves, Field, like it, it's... There's some stink attached to that, and you probably don't want it. It's probably past the um, the window of uh, we don't talk about this a lot, but like being in turnaround. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's in turnaround. Bounce back? No, it's the opposite. Because you, know, you, you know that, like when people, no, like I think it's a like an industry term when uh, when it, something gets dropped. There's like it's like being designated for ass- assignment. It's like somebody or going through waivers. Somebody else can pick it up. That famously happened with Goodwill Hunting, and uh, I think the story was. Kevin, uh, not Kevin James. He's in the news though. Who's the uh, Kevin Jay and Silent Bob? Uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith like personally walked it into our personal hero Harvey Weinstein. uh, uh, Walked it into Harvey Weinstein's office and was like, "Please read this." Yeah. And Weinstein made it happen. Uh, Terrible lad that guy was. Um, So that's the latest on Devil in the White City. To uh, open and close this podcast, it is the weekend, and we hope you all have a great night. No, um, <laughs> um, did want to ask: Have you seen the uh, the teaser trailer for the new season of Fargo, no. starring one John Hamm? Oh man, he uh, tap in. there's a there's a teaser trailer for the new season, and it's it's John Hamm porn. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. So uh, we uh, DJ just tapped into one of those uh, lemon cello lemon it's limonata a San Pellegrino limonata. They I I did sing their praises on a, <laughs> on a recent episode of brunch, but man, they are so sugary and so tart, but they're so delicious if you get used to it. I'm glad you just said tapped into. I've kind of been running tapped into the ground myself. Uh, tapped in into the ground myself. Uh, it's probably from the circling back guys or something. I don't think I said tap in the whole time that song was popular or when people were saying it or when people would use it for like come through or whatever. But for some reason, <laughs> I love us. Let's be like the t- tap in guys. Have you have you been exposed to any of like the tap in uh, the photo trends like tap in for when people are drinking? 
on a weekend. What's that? There's a lot of, I think it's a big hockey Twitter thing. It's like tap in and it's just like somebody sticking their fingers in their drink. <laughs> it's so Put weird. your fingers in the drink. I thought you were saying the thing that uh, I quite appreciated. A uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Casey Smith, would uh, do this. I, I haven't seen Casey in a million years, but uh, the uh, she'd like take a picture or a video or whatever, and then uh, so like if you're all at a bar, she'd be like, "Hey, let's get this video," and she'd take like a selfie video, uh, take a sip, and then like oh, cheers yeah, yeah. to the yeah, tap the camera. The camera, basically. it's a cool touch. Yeah, like those are the types of things that like I just I'd never think to do that. It's a young person's game. It really is finding cool stuff to do on the internet. Uh, yeah, no, the uh, the John Hamm tease for Fargo was quite left me wanting more because he's like dressed like a like a Montana guy, oh. and he's got a big belt buckle, and uh, apparently he's an asshole, and <laughs> because he's walking around being a big uh being a big big dick, literally in this diner eating food off of people's plates. Whoa. And uh, yeah, he, he, John Hamm's gonna be perfect for Fargo. He's John Hamm's sense of humor is, dare we say, underrated. I mean, John Hamm. I don't know if you want to Google this. John Hamm would go there for the joke. He did like went way over the line at points, but like John, he, yeah, John Hamm was like a like comedy yeah. and like shock value guy really which i think like half of the shock value is like this His beautiful handsome person is doing anything other than just sitting there and smiling yeah you did i don't want i'm not doing this to like expose anybody or cancel them or anything but he did an episode of uh they did a live episode of 30 rock mm-hmm. that they have for sure pulled and it was basically it was noting how like racist nbc was back in the day and tell which it's an nbc show or whatever but i don't know this was like right before people were like hey let's make sure we don't put horrible things on tv and it was like tina fey writing wise just fucking going off and yeah there was a lot of stuff in that that you're like how are they airing this and john ham was just like fucking game john ham is respected by like a lot of the funniest people in the world and yeah that uh that says a lot to me and like we saw confess fletch his comedic timing is unbelievable (laughs) lorenza Izzo x john ham equals best thing in the world so i i think the last couple seasons of fargo have been a bit disappointing i'm still on record as saying season one of fargo is one of the two best seasons of TV I've ever seen in my life. It is incredible. Uh, lost a little bit of its luster the past two seasons. I'm setting expectations sky high for John Hamm in this new season of Fargo. Am I allowed to tap in without... Oh, as it is an anthology. It is an anthology. Yeah. Uh, you're allowed to tap in in season five, I think it is now. I will be disappointed if you don't at least go with season one because it's an anthology but they are uh there is like a, a a web being weaved and they are connected like if you are a fan of fargo and you watch all five you will make the connections but you don't you won't need them it's just like a nice little like easter egg that i think i would like 
to do. Although I don't know if this happens. I gave the I gave a dear friend a like quarter commit on this. I might be being talked into checking out the television genre of anime. Hmm. I can guess who you had this conversation with. Jack Kennedy. No. Oh, really? Okay. No. Is a friend of the podcast, uh, John Titterington. Okay. Uh, Jack I, Kennedy, big anime guy. I have a lot of friends who are big anime guys, and it is a weird. Whenever somebody's like, "Hey, do," and it, it, John had made like a casual reference to something, and I was like, I, "I, I, I, I manned up," as they say. I was like, "I don't get that reference." Could have faked it, but I didn't want to embarrass myself later in the conversation yeah i have i have no anime exposure beyond like the the basic stuff which is you know i I think pokemon probably counts as an anime um like the old the old tv series um beyond that i don't have a lot of experience and i wouldn't say i'm interested but i wouldn't say that i'm not interested either like i don't want to be the guy who's like no i'm not doing anime like I don't want to have like a hard no against anything. Right. I mean, kid, adults like it and it's obviously good. Yeah. It's like there's so like certain got- types of like foods I like haven't had before and I'll just be like, "Oh, I know it's incredible because people fucking love it. I yeah. just somehow haven't done that yet." I just I, I don't think that anybody's ever pitched it to me. And so like if I were to get a pitch, so if the listeners if they're if you're an anime person and you got a pitch for me, I'm I'm all ears. You're willing to tap in to anime? I'm willing to tap in. Tap in, King. This is very random, but I was recently thinking about uh, getting into um, the Batman animated series. Ah, that is anime. I used to watch. um, I used to watch that as a kid, and the Batman. No, correct? Is that what it was called? No, it was called Batman the animated series. Oh, okay. I thought I thought I thought there was like a thing that was just called the Batman, and it was a cartoon. But maybe I'm making that up. The Batman was the movie that just came out starring Robert Pattinson, and he was a little he cartoonish. Pl- he he liked the police station, what? you know. He just liked he just the, really hung out there a he lot. He liked the waiting room I of the love, police station. I love that every time the Batman comes up, your your only your only input on it is remember when he just hangs out with the police a lot. Remember when he would just go to the police <laughs> station, just like hang around, and be like, "It's What's not everybody even, working on." It's cool. not. It's not even that he hung out at the police station. He would go to crime scenes and just hang out at the crime scene. Can I help? But like, yeah, but wasn't like really like he wasn't really like actively helping. He was just standing around and being like, I could do this better than you. Anything I could do? (laughs) Okay. He was like a a real intern energy, just standing around. Yeah, but it's like he wanted to do the work. He just was dressed a lot differently. For sure. Yeah. Uh, We got to hit this. Actually, no, finish your point on, uh, finish your uh, experience on the Batman. Oh, I just, um, I saw a list of uh, of the top 25 um, series streaming available to stream right now. And the Batman, the animated series was on it. And I was like, wow, top 25 of all series? Like, and, and like, I respected the list, like the top of the list. It was like The Wire, The Sopranos, blah, blah, blah. Like, they weren't taking massive swings. But the Batman was probably top 15, and I was like, damn, was this show that good when I was growing up? And it just seems like a, a thing that would be a really easy watch before I go to bed, like, every night. So I might tap into that. Where was Queen's Gambit on there? It was not. It wasn't? Although, no. Queen's Gambit was great. Although I did, um, I pl- I've been playing the Dozen Trivia, um, you know, Jeff Lowe's mm-hmm. daily trivia game. 
Queen's Gambit was a question uh, recently, and I, I got it. I nailed it. Didn't have to see it. So. I uh, yeah, you read the novel. That's right. I uh, I saw Jeff Lowe. I can't remember if I discussed this, but I saw Jeff Lowe, and I told him, "Dude, great job. I hope it's not too taxing, but what that juice is clearly worth the yes. squeeze. Keep killing it." I open the game every day. Don't play it. I make sure I know the music one, and I've never gotten a music question wrong. And then I close it after, and go. I can't. I don't do the face mash thing because, actually, I always do when I do open the, up the game. I do check the face smash, whatever it's called, thing because I really celebrity mashup. Yeah, I really, and this is like a fun thing, like a humbling sort of thing. Like I'm really bad at that. Really, I like I, never get. And you guys, I told Jeff, one, yeah. I was like, Pete always gets it, and I've like done it with him, mm-hmm. and. He'll get it really quick, and as I'm like kind of thinking, oh, is maybe one of them this? He's said both of them. I'm there are some categories where, like, maybe I'll be a little quicker, but that is all. All the categories I'll be quicker than that, but I'm saying like maybe some categories I'll be like quicker than the average person. That one I am like in the lowest percentile. It's crazy. I can't get it at all. Yeah, and uh, I. I'm not good at a lot of things, and I'm very upfront about that. This is something that I'm insanely good at, like probably top 0.5% of people in the world, uh, celebrity mashup game. I've gotten probably 99.5% of the ones that I've played in less than like 10 seconds. It does. It is crazy. A great thing about getting old, though, is I feel like... And there's like jokes to be made here, but in all seriousness, I feel like I actually do know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I know the things that I'm like average to below average at, but can do passably. I know the things that I'm bad at, and I know the things that I'm like really good at, and I like want to do the things that, like the idea of like not doing something that you can do well yeah is crazy to me now yeah and when I was like younger it's like oh try new things do well, this and I definitely still want to like yeah expand my horizons and shit like that but well I mean like for when when you're younger at least for me like when I was younger I would try like a bunch of new things all the time because I'd be like hey maybe I'll be awesome at this yes and you could be the greatest guitarist ever yeah and I like still could be but I know that I'm probably not yeah. um there's nothing to suggest that i would be be good at guitar uh and i would just like always keep the door open that like hey i, I could be awesome at this yeah and now that's not the case like I, I feel like i'm pretty sure that like most things i'm going to be passable at maybe even oh like good yeah yeah pretty good no something's and i'm crush. totally cool with with those things but knowing that and like having the self-awareness for that when I find something that I'm really awesome at, it's like it's very cool because yeah. I know that it's rare. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, so like this, the celebrity mashup thing is is nice that I'm extremely good at that. Uh, we, it's something that like I think that I'm starting to pick up about myself. I'm very good at noticing small details about you things. You did it to we were yeah, we, you did something today. You pointed out a small detail in something that I see every day, and you're like, hey, you notice how this thing's different, and I didn't if this were a an audio thing i would have heard it and i would have had a meltdown it would have hurt my head 
but uh, the visual stuff, you, like you pick up and I don't. Yeah, the uh, it was it was a logo related thing, and uh, I've gotten a few comments about that in regards to like me noticing jersey changes, uh, and like I I tweet about them all the time, and and people will respond to me and be like, "How the hell did you notice that? Like, what? How did you? Why are you paying attention to that?" And it's not even like I'm like paying attention. I don't know. I just like fucking noticed that. I. I Pay attention. It's good that's, shit. That's my uh, that's my cross to bear. I mean, I don't think you use that correctly, but I w- it's it's a cross to bear when I mean it's it a was bad a, thing. It was a cross to bear today in the situation that we were in because oh, because it, uh, it was annoying you. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll tell you why it's great to be here. Uh, we're drinking, my friends. In the Last Chance Saloon. What I'm saying on stage this evening is barely acceptable now. In 10 years, fucking forget about it. You're going to be able to tell your grandchildren about seeing the show tonight. You'll say, I saw a man and he stood on stage and he made light of serious issues. We used to call them jokes and people would laugh. And the kids would say, what's a joke? And you'll say, you are. That clip, what's that guy's name? Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Making the rounds like crazy last week. I tapped in. I pulled up the special. I watch it. It's a special where the beginning, he talks about how I am going to be so edgy. Hold on to your fucking hats. And then in the clip that was on Twitter, he tells like two jokes and they're like, you know, what was crazy. 9-11. Oh, yeah. He I went, went there. there. <laughs> uh, I tapped into that special. Old as fuck, bro. That's from like 2021. Oh, really? Band. Yeah. He was like, is everybody all wearing their masks? I was like, when is this from? <laughs> this is not. Netflix just, I think, put out. Oh, no. He tweeted the clip. Yeah, I think he tweeted it out. Yeah. And everyone was like, retire, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's sad that like that he put that out. I guess it's less sad, but like it, those jokes are still fucking old then, too. Yeah. And it's sad that like he's still hanging on to that material now. Like, yeah, why he did, you, like, like, delete that shit, bro. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I, I tapped in. I don't remember one joke about it. It, okay. it actually put me to sleep. I okay. fell asleep. I mean, it's that's sad because, uh, Jimmy Carr, I remember, like, actually being a pretty good edgy comedian, like, dark, dark humor mm-hmm. made a lot of, like, I, I don't think I saw a lot of, um, his stand up, but he was on, like, those, uh, those, like, competition shows ah like, like uh, a britain's got talent yeah. or something like that and he would throw out some really dark zingers yeah. and uh and he was good at it and he was good at the edgy humor but that man has lost his fastball how we go this long without and i'm glad the, i'm glad that we had to do a friday episode this week because we did get to wait for all the information or more information on the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey thing, which you know what, like, yeah, I don't give one fuck about Taylor Swift's personal life, and I like Travis Kelsey a lot as a football player. He seems like a nice guy. I'm not super interested in Travis Kelsey overall. The thing I knew was going to be a little insufferable, but in my own way, I've like, I'm kind of tapping in. So this is where I land on it. I I don't care. But I'm interested. <laughs> like, great way of putting it. Yeah, like, I if they break up, not gonna not gonna lose any sleep over it. Mm-hmm. I hope that they're happy and all that good Do stuff. Do you think they're dating? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Her, she had her arm around him at the bar. Somebody snuck a weird picture when that happened. They walked out together. See, like, they went left together. Like that. They're. I think they're early stage dating. 
But yeah, like, maybe. I'm not saying that they definitely aren't. I'm saying like, what do you think? Like publicity stunt? No, I I, I think like uh, maybe a gray area kind of mix of all of it of like they're. Getting to know each other, yeah. their dates. So, like, yeah. Like, if you were to tell me, I, I like, they've s- never kissed before, I would a million percent believe oh, that. Oh, yeah. I could, I could believe that for sure. Like, Taylor's pretty busy. <laughs> and I... Uh, she, she, everyone should have time to kiss. Yeah. I, I, and also, should. don't do that. Don't do Taylor's... Pretty, you're doing... Oh, my God. How is she doing this? How is she... Do- no, when but... does I, she sleep? No, but I'm she just... She kisses, too? I'm just... But I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's, if, if, like, they hadn't... If that was the first time that they had met... I wouldn't I be think shocked. It was. I wouldn't be shocked. So, like, I, I, I think like there could be a, very well be a case where like this we're kind of tagging along at the very beginning of this, but I don't think it's a publicity stunt. I don't think like they're taking us for a ride here. I think I genuinely think that Taylor Swift has better things to do than like fuck with the media and fuck with the general public, especially in regards to her dating life. And like, won't go out of her way to go to a fucking Kansas City Chiefs game. I don't think it's like just. uh, So, like I said, I think it's like a a gray area combination of all of them. It's fun to kind of tweak everybody and give and like make him crazy looking for breadcrumbs. Famously, Taylor definitely does like doing that. And for somebody, I feel like it's been positioned of like Taylor, who is notoriously private. Does and I'm like. No, she's not. She's not notoriously private, but she like in recent years she has she I think she, she has made efforts to not be always on the map. Right. She's not like over the top yeah. in but that's why I think that this is publicity stunt-ish. Though well the, like, yeah. this is like the going to the Chiefs game is you're really opening yourself up. Like, Julia Fox and Kanye actually, I believe, were like dating and kissing and like making love and stuff like that. Making when she love. was fucking I don't know if they're making love. Uh, who knows? Maybe they're not there. They, they never got there, but uh that she was blogging about it and stuff. Yeah, that, I mean that was weird, but I think it would be just as weird if you're at a if you're in the suite with the the mom, if you're like actually in earnest getting, and I'm I'm not making any rules for dating, or whatever. I'm just saying, it would be unusual as celebs go to make your first date like an on the record uh, cameras mom whole nine. Well, yeah, I mean, technically that wasn't the first date. Like that was. I like, would no. I, she I was think pre- that was... she was pre gaming the first date. With the uh, right, 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 but I, I believe the I, we don't know this for sure, but I, th- I think I saw a lot of stuff that suggested like their first time, like really getting together was that day. Okay, yeah, I mean, like she flew in. Yeah, it's them. definitely it's it's not normal, of course, but I don't hate that move. Like you are Taylor Swift, you can go into a situation like that and like. The, the family is going to be receptive, and you just get to knock out meeting the family immediately. I love that move. I can give a little scoop. Uh, she was supposedly at least kind of like getting after it afterwards. Yeah, at this uh, at this kicker doing that, shots. Uh, yeah, that uh, Travis Kelsey threw for everybody, which that's a cool move. To, like, I like that on the part of Travis Kelsey. Like if whether it's a publicity stunt or whether he's actually trying to date this person, like. It's cool to include 
everybody. Yeah. Bring all your friends. Be like, look, because at the end of the day, if they don't all... vibe. Like if they, if they don't catch a vibe hanging out, like that sucks. But in this situation, you can catch a vibe hanging out. And if it, like it's if you don't, you're at a party. Yeah. Like you, there's an escape. Like it's you couch it a little bit. But yeah, I like that move a lot. Taylor was doing shots, which I'd seen something anyway that was like she's a lush. Like she like will get after it maybe more than people think. Well, I mean, we I saw hope that, she can't. Like if that's if that lets her blow off steam, yeah, her life's got to suck in a lot of we areas. We saw that, so. that party that she threw uh, like a few years ago um, with a bunch of celebrities at like some bar, and she was very drunk. Really? Yeah, she looked very drunk. And Good for her. Looked like she was having the best time. Do you think I'm? At, I, this is in my show notes. Uh, do you think she was in the cabinet? Did you see that? Uh, yeah, big I did cabinet see that. was brought out. I don't think she was in the cabinet. You would have had to remove so many like parts of the cabinet to make room for her. And again, like it's if that's the first time she's hanging out with his family and a lot of those people, is she going to be like, "Sorry, got to head out, jumping in this cabinet real quick"? <laughs> I will say, if so, she's one cool person, down ass chick, whatever term you want to use. Mm-hmm. If on a first date where you're trying to look good you're trying to and she she looked fantastic she had the cool chief's jacket going she had the red lipstick going that was a cool, cool she chief's really jacket. cool look she had by the way the 550s and uh they were sold out after everyone was buying them and uh friend of the podcast kevin clancy owns those so he was wearing them uh, he did it on his uh radio show not acknowledging like yeah i got him but Love he it. but some people did notice like you motherfucker flexing the yeah um uh the but i was gonna say it would be pretty impressive if on a first date when you're trying to look your best impress somebody uh you are willing to both go in a cabinet which can fuck up the hair and ride in the convertible because she did i was gonna say the the convertible bothered me more than anything about that whole day is like why are you leaving a convertible top down oh so everyone could see you yeah for sure yeah yeah, so th- and that was a that was like a PR move. That was like a that was essentially like g- g- tipping off the paparazzi so that so they could take pictures of you. Yeah, I mean, no, people don't always want to hear it, but like Taylor Swift is nothing if not a marketing guru. Yeah, like that all all, all that. You think she was like bring bring the convertible and we'll yeah. drop the top as we leave? Yeah, so that's why when people are like she's and she's so private, this would be tough in her. And I'm like, I think she's gonna be okay she could have told she could have told trav to to bring the uh the hard top uh i did see something that said what if taylor swift comes out at the super bowl and plays love story and then travis kelsey proposes i'll throw up and somebody responded like they've been on one date i'll throw up and they were like yo i'm super christian (laughs) which i thought was a funny it's like that's not what you all do (laughs) you don't do this after one day uh my favorite part i'm so i I'm. We talked about this anyway yesterday. Uh, I'm. I've been meaning to text Nora this. My favorite part of the whole thing, though, is that Taylor is supposed to be an Eagles fan because she references an Eagles shirt in one of her songs, and a Swifty. I mean, obviously, the things that Swifties are tweeting are gold. deranged. The deranged. best. This is so deranged. This is all so deranged, though, that I'm like. Having like I might honestly unmute Taylor Swift's (laughs) name on Twitter for the first time in my life. You're right in the sense that like it is so deranged that even the deranged Taylor Swift fans are like, "This is too deranged." They rock, yeah, and like Taylor Swift fans that I follow, not Nora. Taylor Swift fans that I follow 
that I didn't know were, uh, and if you haven't read Nora's piece on The Ringer, there's a glossary of all the terms that uh, could be used with any Travis Kelsey type stuff. I liked stuff. Uh, Delulu. Do, right, I was going to say, yeah. do, like, they are for sure Delulu, but a lot of the Swifties know that they're Delulu. Yeah, I right. didn't know, though, that some of the Swifties I follow actually were Delulu. Like, some of the stuff that... People are doing about like, oh, well, this this says this about Travis and this is the right move and blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> we don't know these that's, people. That's the difference between I, I, I don't care, but I'm interested. Yeah. A lot of people care. The person who like did the fancy analytics about their birth charts and like solar moons and sailor moons and all that stuff, like that person is... That's mental illness. But uh, somebody surmised, they're like, Taylor's not a hypocrite for saying, or like, she's not a bad Eagles fan. Maybe, uh, like, we don't even know if she was talking about the football team. She could have been talking about the band. And that is where the fucking Venn diagram finds just Dave. When you th- right just the- when I think I'm out. <laughs> they pull me back in. I told you it's the most uh it's the most dudes rock Swifties <laughs> have ever been. They're like, what if she's fucking talking about Hotel California? <laughs> what if she's listening to Lion Eyes? You ever think about that? What if she likes Glenn Fry, huh? Unfortunately, we know that is for sure not true because if it was in reference to the Eagles, would Don be, Henley would have sued her ass. Would have been blocked. <laughs> yes. They're just like the Taylor's version is just like anything referencing the Eagles cut out. And, or she has to re-record that song a second time because Don Henley Don ended Henley, up getting the second Don one. Don Henley has acquired all the Taylor's version masters. Oh, my God. I don't know how we could get there, but if Don Henley acquired Taylor's version and so Taylor funny. had to like come up with a third thing, <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. And there's no one I would rather... I was going to say, there's no one I would like least rather have them for humanity's sake mike love but for mike love would be would like add himself as a songwriter god that, that'd be funny that piece of work mike love's version yeah who would you rather have who would you rather least rather have acquire taylor swift's uh taylor's versions uh don henley or mike love so it would just be so uncool of don henley and like i'm all for i mean taylor has enough money Taylor's version is a scam, but uh, I don't, I don't, I would think like, hey man, that's not fucking cool. I don't know enough. Like Don Henley just seems like a real like litigious prick. Yes, exactly. Uh, but from what I've gathered and to take it with a grain of salt, salt because most of it is coming from you. Biased. Like Mike Love is just a truly bad person. <laughs> oh yeah. He'd be like, uh, this one, uh. Uh, this one's called The Man. Sorry to anybody who may be offended. Yeah, I said a gender. Got a problem with Mike? it? USA. <laughs> Mike Love probably fucking loved Jimmy Carr's stand-up special. Oh, he's texting Bruce Johnston being like, you seeing this? <laughs> oh, Jimmy's going off. <laughs> Wasn't a big fan of that 9-11 joke, though. Yeah. America rocks. Uh, I went to a baseball game Ew. the other day. I was talking over a baseball game. Gross. Uh, I need to throw in two more things about baseball that I love. Okay. I can't believe neither of us hit this. Settling in. You know what that is? Yeah, settling into the uh, the count. No. 
when a pitcher is, is so oh, I, I, is settling it, in. One, it like, could also be settling down, hitting his groove essentially. But when they a definitely pitcher call gets it, yeah. like lit up early and they bring him back out the next inning, you're like, what are they doing? They're like, oh, they just they're gonna see if he can settle in, and then okay. he gets two outs, and they're uh, like, uh, all right. I was gonna ask, what do you think the minimum number of consecutive outs is required before a, a pitcher can be declared settling in? Uh, well, first of all, they need to have given up at least two runs the previous inning. Okay. Uh, and then this is brunch's arbitrary rules of baseball. <laughs> I think you're allowed one hit over four batters. You need to retire three no of way. four batters. No way. That is that bar is way too it's low. Too low. Yeah. What do you think? I think you have to retire. I'm with you with the giving up two runs, at least two runs in the previous inning. I think you have to retire at least five consecutive batters because if you're, if you're approaching two straight perfect innings, that's when you can be considered settling in. That's though something that you started to say earlier that might be finding their groove though. They, you don't. There is no finding your groove in baseball. It's just settling in. That's the beautiful. That's the thing about this game. Nobody man. has ever used the terminolo- terminology "finding his groove." Oh no, I know. I've heard that. I've, I mean, mm. you started to say it just like twenty seconds ago. Mm. Not, like, not oh, okay, now Wazden has found his groove. Mm. Wazden was a reliever, so there wasn't much time to find your groove. No, I, I think pitchers settle in and hitters find their groove. Oh, possibly. The other one is uh, that. You don't want to make the first out. Or you don't want to make the don't make the first or the final out at home or third or blah. Like the rule should be you don't want to make You don't want to make any yeah. out anywhere. <laughs> you only got 27 of those things. But it would be yeah, like use them wisely. It would be amazing though uh if So what is it? you don't want to make the first or third out at home? Yeah, you don't you don't want to make the yeah, Some shit like yeah, that. So sure. let's say you don't want to make the first or third. Second one's home. totally cool, though. It would be amazing if, uh, you know, runner on second, nobody out, single up the middle, guy on second tries to go home, gets thrown out at the plate, and the ump is like, oh, proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's... Look what you did! Right, like, what's the... Other than, like, you're out and you've used up one of your team's 27, like, why can't you do it? <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk! I wish she was... Great quote. I wish she was like, I was trying to fucking score, man. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I was trying to do? It's the fucking game. Uh, yeah, I'm out on baseball, but those are two good, uh, two good points that you brought up. Uh, we're we're big in into hockey, big into hockey, like ice it's a hockey good sport. Yeah, I did get this thought. Maybe we'll do something with it. Hockey's the only sport. Very little basketball, but uh, no streakers. Yeah, it's true. We gotta we gotta put that into play. <laughs> Have someone run on the ice. That would be tough. You'd have to break their fucking face immediately. <laughs> require a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be tough. And the mic'd up. Uh, Although, like, if you can, if you can sneak in dead animals and tape them to your body, why can you not streak? You can find a way. Yeah. Although, what would be concerning from the streaker's pers- perspective here 
for getting over the board obviously you obviously mentioned that like you have a 90 percent chance of breaking your face on the way over the boards but once you're on the boards sometimes players like to involve themselves in the uh the halting of streakers imagine that's what i'm saying you on your fucking you're either you're slipping and going right down or you are getting worked you're getting going a mile absolutely worked by a gigantic person who as part of the occupational hazards of their job fist fights like you with actually, knives on their shoes you actually would be airborne i think if like somebody like threw an open ice hit yes, on you yeah. if you were flat footed. We on... don't we don't often like delve into the like the the land of like hey hockey's real tough and blah blah blah. But it's like not it is truly soft. truly psychotic that grown men wear knives on their shoes and fist fight and then just like sit it out for five minutes. I really never liked the the fighting part, and there's like parts where fighting obviously has worked for a lot of teams and I have liked like in the moment after a fight been like, yeah, that was good of that guy to do that or whatever. But just like overall I've been, I I've totally faked being like into the fighting. I mean, it's, I think it just like should not be a thing. It's uh, it's, I mean, it's the same. And I, it isn't. I, now, I like but... it. I like it in that, like when it works out, like it is truly a unique thing to hockey and it really gets the blood flowing and I get fucking psyched up just like the the whatever primal being inside of me i'm like holy fuck this is sweet but I, I have the same uneasiness that i have watching hockey fights as i do watching any fight where it's like yo this guy throws i mean the, the patriots thing the guy that the guy that died at the patriots yeah, game you take one wrong hit and like hit your head or like your heart kind of like gives out or like there's the has a major potential to be catastrophic, especially when you're doing it on skates. So like I have a very, very uneasy feeling in my gut, but when I know that it's over and everything has gone gone well, I do get psyched up. It, the same same reason I don't like fights is uh why I don't like you know I don't like goals. <laughs> okay. Go on. You know no, we've it, talked about somebody's this. feelings. It's the I like hockey. I like watching hockey. I don't like watching Okay, now you score. Now let's take a break so you yeah. can fucking go touch famously, your. Well, famously, when you score, they stop playing. It, exactly. Yeah. I your DJ's ideal hockey game: zero zero, no whistles, end to end. And uh, I guess how would you don't it, remember how would that last? Be decided? It, was, it was one of the off seasons. It was one of the post seasons recently. It might have been like twenty twenty. Uh, I got in a fight with people on Twitter because I was like, "I'm over what a save." congrats on literally doing your job and someone responded with oh so i guess you don't like goals then because that's them they're doing their job and i was like i like when they're playing hockey <laughs> i don't like when they're fucking no i don't like so fucking stupid. goals hi no like fighting what are we doing i did always want there to be a rule where one person uh on each team gets to film it on their phone <laughs> and just like kind of circle around. I thought World you were going to star. Were you doing this? I thought you were going to say like, thumb if war? they did a thumb war, that's that a good would way be to very ramp funny. it down. That would be some Savannah bananas shit where it's <laughs> like they, they drop the gloves and they're getting squared up and then they do a thumb war. Yeah. Did you see when uh, Portnoy, I think it was right after he took over the company again. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I'm over the fucking Savannah bananas. Shut up. <laughs> and they were doing some I sort of like activation. Yeah. yeah. But they were like doing. Yeah. They, working they, with Barstool. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Uh, guess what I'm about to do? 
Go see a Saw movie. You do know that. I've told you a couple of times today. I'm very excited. Uh, it's, it looks so bad. It looks like such a bad movie. Uh, but it has a good premise. Kind of. I'm excited for you to report back to me on this. Yeah, you're like, make oh yeah, go make sure you. There's you, you not get... a, there's not a lot of like these experiences in uh, in the podcast dynamic, but there's for sure uh, like hey, you see this, so I don't no, have to. I'm not gonna do this <laughs> yeah. at all. You, it's come you, on, buddy. It's I you believe with, like, in you. Scary movies or like kind of like gory movies. Yeah, and it's you. It's you with like frightening with... movies. I don't like. I don't want to see. Like I can't see, I couldn't see the the blind guy movie. Uh, oh, oh, um, uh, a stranger at the house. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one. Um, yeah, uh, I I know which one you're talking about, but I I like that movie. You never saw Knock Knock, man. That's crazy. Yes, uh, 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 oh no, that's the Keanu Reeves one. Keanu Lorenza, Anna De Armas, willing to do a uh, in a Rothweek rerun. Yes, and you'll you'll tap in. I'll tap into Roth Week uh, leading up to Thanksgiving. Deal. Talk to you soon. Brunch, hit it, boys. What happened to Devil in the White City? Where is it? Devil in the White City. I have not heard that name in forever. Thought about it two days ago. Who's in that movie? Is that Leo? Leo Scorsese, and it's about Devil in the White. It's a adaptation of Devil in the White City. Okay, that was like supposed to be the next big thing that was coming down the pipeline. Yeah, but I mean, that's got to be. It's not like the next big thing, but it's it's like it's got to be this winter, right? Check it out. In 2007, okay, forget that. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio purchased the film rights to the book in 2010. The film version, as originally planned, would have been directed by Scorsese, written by Billy Ray, and produced by Paramount. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I was under the impression for like 13 years. All right. So we're on track. The other day, when I thought of this, in 2019, Hulu began developing a series based on the book. And that's where it's like, okay, you know what? We're going to be, we're together. We're going to be monogamish. And like, you're like, you change, not that monogam, there's anything wrong with being monogamish, but I'm saying like, when you change, it's like when we went from two episodes a week to one episode a week, and now we're fucking doing random ass Friday episodes. Like, you know, it's just like. <laughs> yeah. And well, like, obviously, the Scorsese Leo uh, has transition to killers of the flower moon that's what got me thinking about it i was like okay. yo you can't fucking give me you can't just be like hey so what do you want for christmas when you just missed my birthday <laughs> yeah right it's like we're, yeah what about the other thing you're <laughs> on the other thing you can't say like hey do we have homework today when you haven't done your homework for a fucking month that's true yeah uh that's fair that's uh good for putting you getting that back on the radar because i have not thought about that in a long time but wait, there's more. Okay. DiCaprio and Scorsese were signed on to executive produce the series. It was announced in January 2022. How did we miss all this? That actor Keanu Reeves Ooh. was in negotiations to star in the series. And Todd Field would direct the first two episodes. So, no, I wanted Scorsese directing. Fame. like, But if we are doing of what fame? Tag. Didn't Todd Field do uh, tag? He did Tar. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. If he did tag, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, think, I think that maybe I just think like I was, alphabetically. I think I little... mixed up uh, one letter. You misread it in your head? Yes. I don't know how that connection got uh, muddled there. But yeah, I thought that he did uh, tag, but he did tar. He, as a filmmaker. Yeah, bro, he did. Uh, he He's done three feature films in the bedroom. Little Children. Okay. Called Babies. Okay. And Tar. Tar rocked. Tar did rock. T- uh, anyway, so all right, we're going from Leo Scorsese movie to Keanu Todd Field. Still into s- it. S- series. As may, long as Keanu more is, into it. Yeah, as long as like Keanu, it says he'd star. I don't know who else he would play. As long as he's H.H. Holmes, then cool. I feel like we've had good Keanu for such a long time. It might be great to see Sinister Keanu. I don't know anything about uh, Devil in the White City, by the way. So like, oh, H. you didn't H. read Holmes, it? No, H.H. H. Holmes. Serial like, killer, bro. Oh, I know who H.H. H. Holmes is. Yeah. He's like the first serial killer, right? Correct. He yeah. is the first, uh, like, believed to be. Yeah. Chicago? F- Chicago, right. So it was about the uh, World's Fair, I think it was called. Devil in the White City blah, 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 is uh, about... Uh, so the thing is, it's like a novel-style uh, nonfiction book. Okay. Which is kind of neat. I believe this is the last... Sort of like a Boardwalk Empire kind of deal. This is the closest thing to a novel I've... The most recent closest thing to a novel I've read, and I read it in college. Oh, wow. I have not read... A novel? I've not read a fiction book out of college. I, th- I thought you did um the, uh, the Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novel. I knocked out a few chapters... And uh, that's never finished my, up. Uh, my experience goes with novels, but I have read novels. No, I feel like you've like d- done. You've I've, probably yeah. done like three or four. Yeah, but I've, I've probably done a handful. Yeah. Um. So the, let's see what the latest is. Uh, production and filming were expected to begin in March 2023 in Chicago and Toronto. The series expected to launch in 2024 and October 2022. Reeves left the production without comment. I'm just so imagining me storming the out. The press is there. The, Keanu just ducks in, no gets comment. in his limo. Uh, Field left the project a couple of days later. Oh boy! In March 2023, it was reported that Hulu would not move forward with the series. The show is being sto- shopped to other distribu- distributors without Reeves and Field attached. It's Haven's time, baby. One, one, <laughs> once you get that stink on you, like that it's been abandoned by Scorsese, Leo... Reeves field like it's there's some stink attached to that and you probably don't want it it's probably past the um, the window of uh we don't talk about this a lot but like being in turnaround mm-hmm. I don't think it's in turnaround bounce back no it's the opposite because you, know, you know that like when people no like I think it's a like an industry term when uh when it, something gets dropped there's like it's like being designated for a ass- assignment it's like somebody or going through waivers somebody else can pick it up that famously happened with goodwill hunting and uh I think the story was Kevin, uh, not Kevin James. He's in the news, though. Who's the uh, Kevin, Jay, and Silent Bob? Uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, like, personally walked it into... Our personal hero, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, uh, Walked it into Harvey Weinstein's office and was like, please read this. Yeah. And Weinstein made it happen. Uh, terrible lad that guy was. Um, so that's the latest on Devil in the White City. 
to uh, open and close this podcast. It is the weekend, and we hope you all have a great. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, um, did want to ask: Have you seen the uh, the teaser trailer for the new season of Fargo, no. starring one John Hamm? Oh man, he uh, might have to tap in. There's a there's a teaser trailer for the new season, and it's it's John Hamm porn. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Uh, we uh, DJ just tapped into one of those uh, lemon cello lemon it's limonata a San Pellegrino limonata. They I I did sing their praises on a, <laughs> on a recent episode of brunch, but man, they are so sugary and so tart, but they're so delicious if you get used to it. I'm glad you just said tapped into. I've kind of been running tapped into the ground myself. Uh, tapped in into the ground myself. Uh, it's probably from the circling back guys or something. I don't think I said tap in the whole time that song was popular or when people were saying it or when people would use it for like come through or whatever. But for some reason, <laughs> I love us. Let's be like the t- tap in guys. Have you have you been exposed to any of like the tap in uh, the photo trends like tap in for when people are drinking on a weekend? What's that? There's a lot of I think it's a big hockey Twitter thing. It's like tap in. And it's just like somebody sticking their fingers in their drink. <laughs> it's so put weird. your fingers in the drink. I thought you were saying the thing that uh, quite appreciated a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Casey Smith, would uh, do this. I-, I haven't seen Casey in a million years, but uh, the uh, she'd like take a picture or a video or whatever, and then uh, so like if you're all at a bar, she'd be like, "Hey, let's get this video," and she take like a selfie video. Uh, Take a sip and then like oh, cheers yeah, yeah. to the yeah, tap the camera. The camera, basically. it's a cool touch. Yeah, like those are the types of things that like I just I'd never think to do that. It's a young person's game. It really is finding cool stuff to do on the internet. Uh, yeah, no the uh, the John Ham tease for Fargo was quite left me wanting more because he's like dressed like a like a Montana guy. Oh, and he's got a big belt buckle. And uh, apparently he's an asshole, in, because he's walking around being a big, uh, being a big, big dick, literally in this diner, eating food off of people's plates. Whoa. And uh, yeah, he, John Ham's gonna be perfect for Fargo. He's John Ham's sense of humor is, dare we say, underrated. I mean, John Ham. I don't know if you want to Google this. John Ham would go there. For the joke, he did like went way over the line at points. But like John, yeah, John Ham was like a like comedy yeah. and like shock value guy, really. Which I think like half of the shock value is like this His beautiful, penis. handsome person is doing anything other than just sitting there and smiling. Yeah, you did. I don't want. I'm not doing this to like expose anybody or cancel them or anything but he did an episode of uh they did a live episode of 30 rock mm-hmm. that they have for sure pulled and it was basically it was noting how like racist nbc was back in the day and tell which it's an nbc show or whatever yeah. but i don't know this was like right before people were like hey let's make sure we don't put horrible things on tv and it was like tina fey writing wise just fucking going off and okay. yeah there was a lot of stuff in that that you're like uh, how are they airing this and john ham was just like 
fucking game. John Hamm is respected by like a lot of the funniest people in the world. And yeah, that uh, that says a lot to me. And like we saw Confess Fletch, his comedic timing is unbelievable. <laughs> Lorenza Izzo x John Hamm equals best thing in the world. So I, I think the last couple seasons of Fargo have been a bit disappointing. I'm still on record as saying season one of Fargo is one of the two best seasons of TV I've ever seen in my life. It is incredible. Uh, lost a little bit of its luster the past two seasons. I'm setting expectations sky high for John Hamm in this new season of Fargo. Am I allowed to tap in without... Oh, as it is an anthology. It is an anthology. Yeah. Uh, you're allowed to tap in in season five, I think it is now. I will be disappointed if you don't at least go with season one because it's an anthology but they are uh there is like a a a web being weaved and they are connected like if you are a fan of fargo and you watch all five you will make the connections but you don't you won't need them it's just like a nice little like easter egg that i think i would like to do although i don't know if this happens i gave the i gave a dear friend a like quarter commit on this I might be being talked into checking out the television genre of anime. Hmm. Uh, I can guess who you had this conversation with. Jack Kennedy. No. Oh, really? Okay. No. Is a friend of the podcast, uh, John Titterington. Okay. Uh, Jack Kennedy, big anime guy. I have a lot of friends who are big anime guys, and... It is a weird whenever somebody's like, "Hey, do and John had made like a casual reference to something, and I was like, I, 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 I manned up as they say. I was like, I don't get that reference. Could have faked it, but I didn't want to embarrass myself later in the conversation. Yeah, I have I have no anime exposure beyond like the the basic stuff, which is you know. I, I think Pokemon probably counts as an anime, um, like the old the old TV series. Um, beyond that, I don't have a lot of experience and I wouldn't say I'm interested, but I wouldn't say that I'm not interested either. Like, I don't want to be the guy who's like, no, I'm not doing anime. Like, I don't want to have like a hard no against anything. Right. I mean, kid, adults like it and it's obviously good. Yeah. It's like, like there's so like certain got- types of like foods I like haven't had before and I'll just be like, oh, I know it's incredible because people fucking love it. I yeah. just somehow haven't done that yet. I just I, I don't think that anybody's ever pitched it to me. And so like if I were to get a pitch, so if listeners, if they're if you're an anime person and you got a pitch for me, I'm I'm all ears. You're I'll willing to it. tap in to I'm anime? Willing to, I'm willing to tap in. Tap in, King. This is very random, but I was recently thinking about uh getting into um the Batman animated series. Ah. Which that is I, anime. I, that... I used to watch um I used to watch that as a kid and The Batman. I, no. Correct? Is that what it was called? No, it was called Batman the Animated Series. Oh, okay. I thought I thought I thought there was like a thing that was just called The Batman and it was a cartoon, the, but maybe I'm making that up. Yeah, the Batman was the movie that just came out starring Robert Pattinson. And he, he was a he little cartoonish. Pl- he He liked the police station. <laughs> you know? He just liked He's the, really hung out there a he lot. He liked the waiting room I of the love, police station. I love that every time the Batman comes up, your only your only input on it is Remember when he just hangs out with the police a lot. Remember when he would just go to the police station, <laughs> just like hang around and be like, it's what's not everybody even, working on? It's cool. Not, it's not even that he hung out at the police station. He would go to crime scenes and just hang out at the crime scene. Can I help. But like, yeah, but wasn't like really like 
he wasn't really like actively helping. He was just standing around and being like, I could do this better than you. Anything I could do? <laughs> okay. He was like a, re- he was a real intern energy, just standing around. Yeah, but it's like he wanted to do the work. He just was dressed a lot differently. For sure. Yeah. Uh, we got to hit this. Actually, no, finish your point on, uh, finish your uh, experience on the Batman. Oh, I just, um, I saw a list of, uh, of the top 25 um, series streaming available to stream right now. And the Batman, the animated series was on it. And I was like, wow, top 25 of all series. Like, and, and like, I respected the list to like the top of the list. It was like the wire, the Sopranos, blah, blah, blah. Like they weren't taking massive swings, but the Batman was probably top 15. And I was like, damn, was this show that good when I was growing up? And it just seems like a, a thing that would be a really easy watch before I go to bed, like every night. So I might tap into that. Where was Queen's Gambit on there? It was not. It wasn't. Although, no, Queen's Gambit was great. Although I did, um, I, I've been playing the dozen trivia, um, you know, Jeff Lowe's mm-hmm. daily trivia game. Queen's Gambit was a question uh, recently, and I, I got it. I nailed it. Didn't have to see it. So. I uh, yeah, you read the novel. That's right. I. Uh... I saw Jeff Lowe. I can't remember if I discussed this, but I saw Jeff Lowe and I told him, dude, great job. I hope it's not too taxing, but what that juice is clearly worth the yes. squeeze. Keep killing it. I open the game every day. Don't play it. I make sure I know the music one and I've never gotten a music question wrong. And then I close it after and go. I can't, I don't do the face mash thing. Because, actually, I always do, when I do open the, up the game, I do check the face smash, whatever it's called thing. Because I really, celebrity mashup, yeah. I really, and this is like a fun thing, like a humbling sort of thing. Like, I'm really bad at that. Really? I like I, never get, and you guys, I told Jeff, one, yeah. I was like, Pete always gets it. And I've like done it with him mm-hmm. and he'll get it really quick. And as I'm like kind of thinking oh is maybe one of them this he's said both of them i'm there are some categories where like maybe i'll be a little quicker but that is all all the categories i'll be quicker than that but i'm saying like maybe some categories i'll be like quicker than the average person that one i am like in the lowest percentile it's crazy i can't get it at all yeah and uh i i'm not good at a lot of things and i'm very upfront about that this is something that I'm insanely good at, like probably top 0.5% of people in the world, at celebrity mashup game. I've gotten probably 99.5% of the ones that I've played in less than like 10 seconds. It does. It is crazy. A great thing about getting old, though, is I feel like, and there's like jokes to be made here, but in all seriousness... I feel like I actually do know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I know the things that I'm like average to below average at, but can do passably. I know the things that I'm bad at, and I know the things that I'm like really good at, and I like want to do the things that, like the idea of like not doing something that you can do well. Yeah, is crazy to me now. Yeah, and when I was like younger, it was like, oh, try new things, do well, this, and the, I definitely still want to like yeah. expand my horizons and shit like that. But 
Well, I mean, like for when when you're younger, at least for me, like when I was younger, I would try like a bunch of new things all the time because I'd be like, "Hey, maybe I'll be awesome at this." Yes, and you could be the greatest guitarist ever. Yeah, and I like still could be, but I know that I'm probably not. Yeah. Um, there's nothing to suggest that I would be be good at guitar, uh, and I would just like always keep the door open that like, "Hey, I, I could be awesome at this." Yeah, and now that's not the case. Like, I, I feel like I'm pretty sure that like most things I'm going to be passable at. Maybe even oh, like good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. No, there's and, nothing and wrong I'm, with being like, there's some things I'll crush. And I'm totally cool with with those things. But knowing that and like having the self awareness for that, when I find something that I'm really awesome at, it's like it's very cool because yeah. I know that it's rare. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, so like this the celebrity mashup thing is is nice that I'm extremely good at that. Uh, we, it's something that like I think that I'm starting to pick up about myself. I'm very good at noticing small details about you things. You did it to we were, yeah, we, you did it something today you pointed out a small detail in something that I see every day and you're like, "Hey, you notice how this thing's different?" and I didn't. If this were a an audio thing, I would have heard it and I would have had a meltdown and would have hurt my head. But the visual stuff, like you pick up and I don't. Yeah, the uh, it was it was a logo related thing, and uh, I've gotten a few comments about that in regards to like me noticing jersey changes, and like I I tweet about them all the time, and and people will respond to me and be like, "How the hell did you notice that? Like, what? How did you? Why are you paying attention to that?" And it's not even like I'm like paying attention. I don't know. I just like fucking noticed that. I. I Pay attention. It's good that's, shit. That's my uh, that's my cross to bear. I mean, I don't think you use that correctly, but I w- it's it's a cross to bear when I mean it's it a was bad a, thing. It was a cross to bear today in the situation that we were in because oh, because it, it was annoying you. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll tell you why it's great to be here. Uh, we're drinking, my friends. In the Last Chance Saloon. What I'm saying on stage this evening is barely acceptable now. In 10 years, fucking forget about it. You're going to be able to tell your grandchildren about seeing the show tonight. You'll say, I saw a man and he stood on stage and he made light of serious issues. We used to call them jokes and people would laugh. And the kids would say, what's a joke? And you'll say, you are. That clip, what's that guy's name? Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Making the rounds like crazy last week. I tapped in. I pulled up the special. I watch it. It's a special where the beginning, he talks about how I am going to be so edgy. Hold on to your fucking hats. And then in the clip that was on Twitter, he tells like two jokes and they were like, you know what was crazy? 9-11. Oh, yeah. He I went, went there. there. Uh, I tapped into that special. Old as fuck, bro. That's from like 2021. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like, is everybody all wearing their masks? I was like, when is this from? (laughs) This is not... Netflix just, I think, put out... Oh, no. He tweeted the clip. Yeah, I think he tweeted it out. And everyone was like, retire, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's sad that that he put that out. I guess it's less sad, but like those jokes are still fucking old then, too. Yeah. And it's sad that like he's still hanging on to that material now. Like, yeah, why you, like, like, delete that shit, bro. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I, I tapped in. I don't remember one joke about it. It, okay. it actually put me to sleep. I okay. fell asleep. I mean, it's that's sad because, uh, Jimmy Carr, I remember like actually being a pretty good edgy comedian, like dark, dark humor mm-hmm. made a lot of like, I, I don't think I saw a lot of, um, his stand up, but he was on like those, uh, those like 
competition shows. Ah, like, like uh, a Britain's Got Talent yeah. or something like that. And he would throw out some really dark zingers. Yeah. And uh, and he was good at it. And he was good at the edgy humor. But that man has lost his fastball. How we go this long without... And I'm glad, the, I'm glad that we had to do a Friday episode this week. Because we did get to wait for all the information or more information on the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing, which you know what? Like, yeah, I don't give one fuck about Taylor Swift's personal life. And I like Travis Kelsey a lot as a football player. He seems like a nice guy. I'm not super interested in Travis Kelsey. Overall, the thing I knew was going to be a little insufferable, but in my own way, I've like, I'm kind of tapping in. So this is where I land on it. I I don't care, but I'm interested. <laughs> like great way of putting it. Yeah, like I if they break up, not gonna not gonna lose any sleep over it. Mm-hmm. I hope that they're happy and all that good Do stuff. Do you think they're dating? Uh yeah. Really? Yeah. Her she had her arm around him at the bar. Somebody snuck a weird picture when that happened. They walked out together, See, like, they went left together, like that they're I think they're early stage dating. But yeah, like, maybe. I'm not saying that they definitely aren't. I'm saying like, what do you think? Like publicity stunt? No, I I, I think like uh, maybe a gray area kind of mix of all of it. Of like, they're getting to know each other. Yeah. Their days. So like, yeah, like, like if you were to tell me I like they've s- never kissed before, I would a million percent believe. Oh that. yeah, I could I could believe that for sure. Like Taylor's pretty busy <laughs> and. I uh, everyone should have time to kiss. Yeah, and also don't do that. Don't do Taylor's. You're doing. Oh my god! How is she doing this? How is she? No, does she sleep? No, but I'm just kisses too. I'm just. But I'm just saying, like, if like they hadn't, if that was the first time that they had met, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. So, like, I. I I think like there could be very well be a case where like this we're kind of tagging along at the very beginning of this but i don't think it's a publicity stunt i don't think like they're taking us for a ride here i think i genuinely think that taylor swift has better things to do than like fuck with the media and fuck with the general public especially in regards to her dating life and like won't go out of her way to go to a fucking kansas city chiefs game I don't think it's the like just uh, I so like I said I think it's like a a gray area combination of all of them. Like it's fun to kind of tweak everybody and give and like make them crazy looking for breadcrumbs. Famously, Taylor definitely does like doing that. Yeah. And for somebody, I feel like it's been positioned of like Taylor, who is notoriously private. Does and I'm like, no, she's not. She's not notoriously private, but she like in recent years she has she I think she, she has made efforts to not be always on the map. Right, she's not like over the top yeah. in, but that's why I think that this is publicity stunt ish. The well, the, like yeah. this is like the going to the Chiefs game is you're really opening yourself up. Like Julia Fox and Kanye actually, I believe, were like dating and kissing and like making love and stuff like that making when she love. was fucking. I don't know bl- if they're making love. Uh, who knows? Maybe they're not there. They, they never got there. But uh, th- that she was blogging about it and stuff. Yeah, that, I mean that was weird. But I think it would be just as weird if you're at a if you're in the suite with the the mom. If you're like actually in earnest, getting. And I'm I'm not making any rules for dating, or whatever. I'm just saying, 
it would be unusual as celebs go to make your first date like an on the record cameras mom whole nine well yeah i mean technically that wasn't the first date like that was I, like, no I, she, I was think pre- that was... she was pre-gaming the first date with the uh, family. right 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 but i i believe the I, we don't know this for sure but i th- i think i saw a lot of stuff that suggested like their first time like really getting together was that day okay yeah i mean like she flew in yeah it's them. definitely it's it's not normal of course but i don't hate that move like you are taylor swift you can go into a situation like that and like the the family's going to be receptive and you just get to knock out meeting the family immediately i love that move i can't give a little scoop uh she was supposedly at least kind of like getting after it afterwards yeah at this uh at this kicker doing that, shots uh yeah that uh travis kelsey threw for everybody which that's a cool move to like i like that on the part of travis kelsey like if whether it's a publicity stunt or whether he's actually trying to date this person, like it's cool to include everybody, yeah. bring all your friends, be like, look, because at the end of the day, they all... don't vibe. Like if they, if they don't catch a vibe hanging out, like that sucks. But in this situation, you can catch a vibe hanging out. And if it like, it's, if you don't, you're at a party. Yeah. Like you, there's an escape. Like it's, you couch it a little bit, but yeah, I like that move a lot. Taylor was doing, Shots, which I'd seen something anyway that was like, she's a lush, like she like will get after it maybe more than people think. Well, I mean, we I saw hope that... she can't. Like, if that's if that lets her blow off steam, yeah, her life's got to suck in a lot of we areas. Saw that, so that party that she threw uh, like a few years ago um, with a bunch of celebrities at like some bar, and she was very drunk. Really? Yeah, she looked very drunk. And Good for her. Looked like she was having the best time. Do you think I'm at, I This is in my show notes. Uh, do you think she was in the cabinet? Did you see that? Uh, yeah, big cabinet was brought out. I don't think she was in the cabinet. You would have had to remove so many like parts of the cabinet to make room for her. And again, like it's if that's the first time she's hanging out with his family and a lot of those people, is she gonna be like, sorry, gotta head out, jumping in this cabinet real quick? <laughs> I will say, if so, she's one cool person, down ass chick, whatever term you want to use. Mm-hmm. If on a first date where you're trying to look good you're trying to and she she looked fantastic she had the cool chiefs jacket going she had the red lipstick going that was cool, cool she chiefs really jacket. cool look she had by the way the 550s and uh they were sold out after everyone was buying them and uh friend of the podcast kevin clancy owns those so he was wearing them uh, he did it on his uh radio show not acknowledging like yeah i got him but Love he it. but some people did notice like you motherfucker flexing the yeah um uh the but i was gonna say it would be pretty impressive if on a first date when you're trying to look your best impress somebody uh you are willing to both go in a cabinet which can fuck up the hair and ride in the convertible because she did i was gonna say the the convertible bothered me more than anything about that whole day is like why are you leaving a convertible top down oh so everyone could see you yeah for sure yeah yeah, so th- and that was a that was like a PR move. That was like a that was essentially like g- g- tipping off the paparazzi so that so they could take pictures of you. Yeah, I mean, no, people don't always want to hear it, but like Taylor Swift is nothing if not a marketing guru. Yeah, like that all all, all that. You think she was like bring bring the convertible? 
and we'll yeah. drop the top as we leave. Yeah, so that's why when people are like, she's and she's so private, this would be tough in her. And I'm like, I think she's gonna be okay. She could have told. She could have told Trav to to bring the uh, the hard top. Uh, I did see something that said, "What if Taylor Swift comes out at the Super Bowl and plays Love Story?" And then Travis Kelsey proposes. I'll throw up. And somebody responded like they've been on one date. I'll throw up. And they were like, yo, I'm super Christian. <laughs> Which I thought was a funny response. It's like, yeah, that, that's not what you all do. <laughs> you don't do this after one day. Uh, my favorite part. I'm so I, I'm we talked about this anyway yesterday. Uh, I, I've been meaning to text Nora this. My favorite part of the whole thing, though, is that. Taylor's supposed to be an Eagles fan because she references an Eagles shirt in one of her songs and a Swifty. I mean, obviously the things that Swifties are tweeting are gold. Deranged. The deranged. best. This is so deranged. This is all so deranged, though, that I'm like having, like, I might honestly unmute Taylor Swift's <laughs> name on Twitter for the first you're, time in my life. You're right in the sense that, like, it is so deranged that even the deranged Taylor Swift fans are like, this is too deranged. They rock. Yeah, and, like, Taylor Swift fans that I follow, not Nora, Taylor Swift fans that I follow that I didn't know were, uh, and if you haven't read Nora's piece on The Ringer, there's a glossary of all the terms that uh, could be used with any Travis Kelsey Taylor I Swift liked, stuff. I uh, Delulu. Do, right, I was going to say, yeah. do, like they are for sure Delulu, but a lot of the Swifties know that they're Delulu. Yeah, I didn't right. know, though, that some of the Swifties I follow actually were Delulu. Like some of the stuff that... People are doing about like, oh, well, this this says this about Travis and this is the right move and blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> we don't know these that's, people. That's the difference between I, I, I don't care, but I'm interested. Yeah. A lot of people care. The person who like did the fancy analytics about their birth charts and like solar moons and sailor moons and all that stuff, like that person is... That's mental illness. But uh, somebody surmised, they're like, Taylor's not a hypocrite for saying, or like, she's not a bad Eagles fan. Maybe, uh, like, we don't even know if she was talking about the football team. She could have been talking about the band. And that is where the fucking <laughs> Venn diagram finds Just Dave. When you right in the, when I think I'm out, <laughs> they pull me back. In. I told you it's the most uh, it's the most dudes rock Swifties <laughs> have ever been. They're like, what if she's fucking talking about Hotel California? <laughs> what if she's listening to Lion Eyes? You ever think about that? What if she likes Glenn Fry? Huh? Unfortunately, we know that is for sure not true because if it was in reference to the Eagles, would've, Don Henley would have sued her ass. Would have been blocked. <laughs> yes. just like the Taylor's version is just like anything referencing the Eagles cut out. And do, or she has to re-record that song a second time because Don Henley <laughs> Don ended Henley, up getting the second Don one. Don Henley has acquired all the Taylor's version masters. Oh my God. I don't know how we could get there. But if Don Henley acquired Taylor's version and so Taylor funny. had to like come up with a third thing, <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. And there's no one I would rather. I was going to say there's no one I would like least rather have them for humanity's sake. Mike Love. But for Mike Love would be would like add himself as a songwriter. God, that, that'd be funny. That piece of work. Mike Love's version. Yeah. Who would you rather have? Who would you rather least rather have acquired taylor swift's uh taylor's versions 
uh, Don Henley or Mike Love. So it would just be so uncool of Don Henley. And like I'm all for, I mean, Taylor has enough money. Taylor's version is a scam. But uh, I don't, I don't, I would think like, hey, man, that's not fucking cool. I don't know enough. Like Don Henley just seems like a real like litigious prick. Yes, exactly. But from what I've gathered, and to take it with a grain of salt, salt because most of it is coming from you. Biased. Like Mike Love is just a truly bad person. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd be like, uh, this one, uh, uh, this one's called the man. Sorry to anybody who may be offended. Yeah, I said a gender. Got a problem with Mike- it? USA. <laughs> Mike Love probably fucking loved Jimmy Carr's stand-up special. Oh, he's texting Bruce Johnston being like, you seeing this? Oh, Jimmy's going off. <laughs> Wasn't a big fan of that 9-11 joke, though. Yeah. America rocks. Uh, I went to a baseball game Ew. the other day. Gross. I was talking over a baseball game. Gross. Uh, I need to throw in two more things about baseball that I love. Okay. I can't believe neither of us hit this. Settling in. You know what that is? Yeah, settling into the uh, the count. No, when a pitcher is, is so oh, I, is settling it, in. One, it like, could also be settling down, hitting his groove essentially. But when they a pitcher call, gets yeah. like lit up early and they bring him back out the next inning, you're like, what are they doing? They're like, oh, they just they're gonna see if he can settle in, and then okay. he gets two outs. And they're uh, like, uh, all right, I was gonna ask, what do you think the minimum number of consecutive outs is required before a, a pitcher can be declared settling in? Uh well, first of all, they need to have given up at least two runs the previous inning. Okay. Uh, and then this is brunch's arbitrary rules of baseball. <laughs> I think you're allowed one hit over four batters. You need to retire three no of way. four batters. No way. That is that bar is way too it's low. Too low. Yeah. What do you think? I think you have to retire. I, I'm with you with the giving up two runs, at least two runs in the previous inning. I think you have to retire at least five consecutive batters because if you're if you're approaching two straight perfect innings that's when you can be considered settling in that's though something that you started to say earlier that might be finding their groove though that you don't there is no finding your groove in baseball it's just settling in that's the beautiful that's the thing about this game nobody has ever used the terminology finding his groove oh no i know i've heard that i mean Mm. you started to say it just like 20 seconds ago Mm, not, like, oh, okay, now Wazden has found his groove. Mm. Wazden was a reliever, so there wasn't much time to find your groove. No, I, I think pitchers settle in and hitters find their groove. Oh, possibly. The other one is uh, that you don't want to make the first out. Or you don't want to make the don't make the first or the final out at home or third or blah. Like the rule should be, you don't want to make you don't want to make any yeah. out anywhere. <laughs> you only got twenty seven of those things. But it would be, yeah, like use them wisely. It would be amazing though, uh, if so. What is it? you don't want to make the first or third out at home? Yeah, you don't. You don't want to make the yeah some shit like yeah, that. So sure. let's say you don't want to make the first or third out. Second one's home. totally cool though. It would be amazing if uh, you know runner on second, nobody out single up the middle guy on second tries to go home gets thrown out at the plate and the ump is like oh 
proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's... Look what you did! <laughs> right, like, what's the... Other than, like, you're out and you've used up one of your team's 27, like, why can't you do it? <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk! I wish she was... Great quote. I wish she was, like... I was trying to fucking score, man. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I was trying to do? It's the fucking game. Uh, yeah, I'm out on baseball, but those are two good, uh, two good points that you brought up. Uh, we're we're big in into hockey. Big into hockey, like ice it's a hockey good sport. Yeah, I did get this thought. Maybe we'll do something with it. Hockey's the only sport. Very little basketball, but uh, no streakers. Yeah, it's true. We gotta, we gotta put that into play. <laughs> have someone run on the ice. That would be tough. You'd have to break their fucking face immediately. <laughs> require a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be tough. And the mic'd up. Uh, Although, like, if you can, if you can sneak in dead animals and tape them to your body, why can you not streak? You can find a way. Yeah. Although, what would be concerning? From the streaker's pers- perspective here, getting over the board, board, obviously, you obviously mentioned that. Like, you have a uh, 90% chance of breaking your face on the way over the boards. But once you're on the boards, sometimes players like to involve themselves in the uh, the halting of streakers. Imagine that's what I'm saying. You on your fucking, you're either you're slipping and going right down, or you are getting worked. You're getting going a mile, absolutely worked by a gigantic person who. As part of the occupational hazards of their job, fistfights like you with actually, knives on their shoes. You actually would be airborne, I think, if like somebody like threw an open ice hit yes, on you yeah. if you were flat footed. We on... don't we don't often like delve into the like the the land of like, hey, hockey's real tough and blah blah blah. But it's like not it is truly soft. truly psychotic that grown men wear knives on their shoes and fist fight. And then just like sit it out for five minutes. I really never liked the the fighting part. And there's like parts where fighting obviously has worked for a lot of teams. And I have liked like in the moment after a fight been like, yeah, that was good of that guy to do that or whatever. But just like overall, I've been I, I've totally faked being like into the fighting. I mean, it's. I think it just like should not be a thing. It's uh, it's. I mean, it's the same. And it I, isn't. I, no, I like but... it. I like it in that like when it works out, like it is truly a unique thing to hockey, and it really gets the blood flowing, and I get fucking psyched up, just like the the whatever primal being inside of me. I'm like, holy fuck, this is sweet. But I, I have the same uneasiness that I have watching hockey fights as I do watching any fight. Where it's like, yo, this guy throws. I mean, the the Patriots thing. The guy that the guy that died at the Patriots yeah, game. You take one wrong hit and like hit your head or like your heart kind of like gives out or like there's the has a major potential to be catastrophic, especially when you're doing it on skates. So like, I have a very very uneasy feeling in my gut, but when I know that it's over and everything has gone gone well, I do get psyched up. The same same reason I don't like fights is uh, why I don't like you know I don't like goals. <laughs> okay, go on. You know no, we've it talked about this. somebody's feelings. It's the f- I like hockey. I like watching hockey. I don't like watching. Yo, okay, now you score. Now let's take a break so you yeah, can fucking go touch famously, your. Well, famously, when you score, they stop playing. It, exactly. Mm. I 
Your DJ's ideal hockey game, zero zero, no whistles, end to end. And uh, I guess how would you don't remember last season? It was one of the off season. It was one of the post seasons recently. It might have been like 2020. Uh, I got in a fight with people on Twitter because I was like, "I'm over what a save." Congrats on literally doing your job. And someone responded with, "Oh, so I guess you don't like goals then." Because that's them. They're doing their job. And I was like, I like when they're playing hockey. <laughs> I don't like when they're fucking. No, I don't this like so fucking stupid. goals. Hi, no, like fighting. What are we doing? I did always want there to be a rule where one person uh, on each team gets to film it on their phone <laughs> and just like kind of circle around. I thought World you were going to star. Were you doing this? I thought you were going to say like thumb if war? they did a thumb war. That's that a good would way be to very ramp funny. it down. That would be some Savannah Bananas shit. <laughs> Where it's like they they drop the gloves and they're getting squared up and then they do a thumb war. Yeah. Did you see when uh, Portnoy, I think it was right after he took over the company again. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I'm over the fucking Savannah Bananas. Shut up. And they were was, doing some I sort of like activation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they were like doing. Yeah. Working do- with Barstool. <laughs> yes. Uh, fantastic. Uh, guess what I'm about to do? Go see a Saw movie. You do know that. I've told you a couple of times today. I'm very excited. Uh, it's It looks so bad. It looks like such a bad movie. Uh, but it has a good premise, kind of. I'm excited for you to report back to me on this. Yeah, you're like, make oh yeah, go make sure you. There's you not get- a, there's not a lot of like these experiences in uh, in the podcast dynamic, but there's for sure uh, like hey, you see this, so I don't no, have to. I'm not gonna do this <laughs> yeah. at all. You, it's come you, on, buddy. It's I you believe with, in like, you. Scary movies or like kind of like gory movies. Yeah, and it's you. It's you with like frightening with- movies. I don't like. I don't want to see. Like I can't see, I couldn't see the the blind guy movie. Uh, oh, oh, um, uh, a stranger at the house. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one. Um, yeah, uh, I I know which one you're talking about, but I I like that movie. You never saw Knock Knock, man. That's crazy. Yes, uh, 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 oh no, that's the Keanu Reeves one. Keanu Lorenzo, Ana de Armas, willing to do a uh, an, a Rothweek rerun. Yes, and you'll you'll tap in. I'll tap into Roth Week uh, leading up to Thanksgiving. Deal. Talk to you soon.